0: Everybody and welcome to Taking Control the ADHD podcast on rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright and I am here with Nikki The Rock Kinzer.
1: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
0: Uh, can I start with with our app recommendation that has made me laugh consistently every day all week have you checked it out are you kidding of I've installed it on and I've installed it on my son's device too uh, and he uses it every day and it is delightful it comes in from Jonathan uh, who recommended a free alarm recommendation uh, for the iPhone at least I, f- I found it for the iPhone I don't know if it's for Android because I was stuck uh, laughing too much to even go any further Further. We should check that out. It's called The Rock Clock, and it is a talking alarm um, that uh, it features Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, who is a uh, star of wrestling and stage and screen and you can't yeah, get through this without I laughing. i can't because it's so funny because i love the rock and and i think he's just such a great character and so char- charismatic and such a uh, you know he's he's a, a great uh, he's a great guy to be a star because he's you know he's he's a star with some authenticity and i don't know what kind of baggage he <laughs> brings i guess time will tell but but so far he's got a great story and I, and i like him and he's he's you know man what an athlete uh, and so this the rock clock is an alarm with the rock uh being the beep, right so if you choose the classic alarm, you set an alarm, and he just says, "Beep, beep, beep, <laughs> beep, I could do this all day and it it is delightful it it is great uh there are all sorts of crazy uh alarm sounds like as as Jonathan writes chainsaws and battle cat <laughs> which are. Love how amusing so you find us, Nikki! I clearly you need to be exposed to this. I guarantee you, there are members of your family who that would find this, this as delightful. It is, it is great, and and so you know, people of a of a certain demographic will probably find this as great. Thank you so much, Jonathan. The Rock Clock available in app stores near you. Definitely check it out for humor. There are some technical limitations to it. Uh, he points out there's no snooze. There also is a challenge around. Um, around having to have it on and being the forefront app it doesn't integrate with the phone so as soon as you turn the phone off uh and uh, it stops working and it'll send you notifications but you won't get the sound of of the rock telling you to (laughs) get off your duff and do the next thing it's it's really uh, it's really fun so in terms of fun and frivolous that sets the stage (laughs) for our conversation today
1: Well, not really, but
0: yeah, I know. Today we are talking about what happens when you have to look at major life changes uh, and and have to evaluate soberly options uh, before you in your life. And um, it's you know what I read the notes on this today, Nikki, and it seems pretty somber. So I'm excited for you to help me not be sad. Uh, before we do that, uh, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list and get an email each time a new episode goes live. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at take control adhd, and call us at 503-664-4ADD and get your voice and your thoughts and your questions on this very show and your app recommendations, just like Jonathan did. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, and don't forget, it really helps us out when you drop us five-star reviews in iTunes and the Apple Podcasts app to recommend this as one of your favorite podcasts. It helps others discover the show when they need help and support. So pay it forward and drop us a kind review. I love seeing these things come in. It's, it's really fun. So thank you for those of you who've already done it. Okay, now, uh, why should I not be sad today? Can you hear my dog barking? I have a new dog. He makes me happy, but he's now barking. Can you hear that? No. I'm not. I'm a new dog owner, and so I'm. I'm not accustomed to the barking, barking dog. Yes, during <laughs> during podcast, I, I know. I, I made the mistake of saying he'd be a great podcast dog because he's generally quiet, and of course, today he's barking.
1: not. Now, not now. So. You know. Okay, so going back to your question, I, you know, life can sometimes be sad right
0: yeah i mean it can yeah, i guess it can
1: and so i think that the message today is really more about yes these sad things happen um and they can be you know life changing um terrible tragic things that can happen to us but i think that the the message is that you can still find joy and you can still build your resilience and 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 move on and so i think that that's kind of the the happy part of it is that yes these things happen and but there are solutions and there's hope so that's that's really where i want to come from this um and not so much dwell on like what the bad thing is that happened and and i guess to to rewind a little bit I had a completely different topic for the show today. Yeah. (laughs) And we will talk about that topic next week. Um, But this, I checked my email this morning and I send out my weekly uh, newsletter every Thursday. And um, this email came in this morning about yesterday's, newsletter and she said hi nikki thank you for mentioning cheryl sandberg's book in your email a young neighbor of mine recently lost her husband suddenly and like miss sandberg has two young children i am purchasing a copy of the book to give to her i don't know her well but i know she is hurting and this small gift of mine may help a bit i wouldn't have known about this book but for you thanks again
0: oh that's very sweet
1: very sweet and uh you know, something recently happened to my sister's side of the family. Well, she is my family, but her husband's side of the family, I should say, where they tragically lost um, my uh, brother-in-law's uncle. And oh. I was telling my sister about this interview with Cheryl Sandberg on Oprah, um, the Sunday Soul or Soul Sunday, I think it's called, and I told her, I said, well, you should check out this interview with Cheryl Sandberg before you go to the funeral, and she kind of gave me the same response as this uh, lady did in her email saying, thank you so much for sharing this with me because it really helped me have some insight um, before I went and talked to the wife of the gentleman who passed away, and so, you know, it is sort of a sad topic today, but again, I want us just to kind of look at These things happen, but there is hope and, uh, the book that we're talking about is Option B, um, and it's it's called Option B: Facing Adversity, Building Resilience, and Finding Joy. The author is Sheryl Sandberg, who I am a huge fan of because she is um, she, her message is to empower women in the workforce. And uh, if you um, have know who she is, she's the uh, Chief Operating Officer at Facebook, and uh, she wrote a book called Lean In, which is a fantastic book um, as well. So that's who she is. And, uh, basically what happens and I'm not all the way through the book yet. So I'm, you know, speaking from being about halfway through it, uh, in option B, she writes about the sudden death of her husband, Dave, and, uh, they were on vacation and she found him, um, in the gym. And I think they were on a ship if I remember correctly. Oh, God. And, uh, she talks about her loss. She talks about what she went through, how it felt, the journey, um, that she's had to go through and some of the things that helped her. And, and she also gives a lot of great insight of what didn't help and how she felt at certain times. And, and what I really like about the book is that it doesn't apply to just losing a loved one, but it's really any kind of loss that we feel as human beings. So, so you could apply this like if you've lost your job or if you're going through a divorce or you are uh, going or you have an illness or you have cancer. And uh, it can also apply to, you know, the new diagnosis of just getting, you know, of having ADHD. And, uh, you know, these kinds of things happen to us and they happen to us so fast that all of a sudden our options are what we thought we had planned. That option A is now taken away from us. Right. And it can happen so fast, right? And so then... You know, she talks about the grieving process and the and the, the length that takes is different for everybody. Um, but what I love about this book and why I really recommended it is that it does offer hope that it is possible to heal even after something so tragic. And uh, you learn how to make option B the best it can be. And as she says in the in the introduction of the book, you know, you, you kicked the shit out of option B then because option <laughs> A is no longer an option. Yeah. Whether you want, you know, whether you wanted that or not, it doesn't matter. And, uh, so when I look at this, like, again, when I said the new diagnosis of ADHD, you know, it opens up something new that you didn't know about yourself. And a lot of people that I talk to will say that they feel relieved once they have the diagnosis, but they also have some fear of what does this mean now? And maybe your whole life you've been trying to live this one option, this one way, and now you're finding out that probably wasn't the best way for you to live. And now I got to figure out what my other options are. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is where it's going to be hard for me to talk about because I'm going to talk about a personal option that Mm -hmm. got taken away from me. And I hope I can do it without tears. And I'm sorry, I do not mean to make this sad. (laughs) (laughs) But I think there is a a real message here. And when two people come to you and say, this this makes a difference, I just have to listen to that. And Mm. I hope this resonates with somebody else that's listening uh, to our show today. Uh, My option A was definitely taken away from my husband and I about one month after we got married. He was diagnosed with MS, which I have uh, shared with on the on the podcast and as his illness got worse, more than one doctor would tell us, um, that, you know, this is your new normal and that's how they described option B is they would say, you know, this is your new normal. You just have to get used to this. What, what our goal here is to maintain him so he can still, you know, walk and, and, you know, live as much of a fulfilling life as he can while he still has ability to. And, you know, telling us that we have to accept this and and really make option B the best that we can make it. And through the years, that is definitely what we've done. There's been good times. There's been bad times. There's good days. There's bad days. Um, And, uh, you know, I think that if you were to talk to both of my husband and I about this option, this option sucks. It is not what we want or he would ever want in a million years. Um, but it is what it is. And so now we have to figure out what is our new normal. Um, I think it helps that my husband has such a positive attitude.
0: Oh, he's amazing.
1: He is amazing. I yeah. mean, he takes everything with such grace and, uh, and I've had to learn to pull back and let him be, because there's times where I worry about him, and I think he's doing too much, and what is this going to mean in a week from now? But I've got to pull that back because we don't know what's going to happen in six months, and so for him to do what he can do right now is a blessing, and and that's what we, um, that's what we talk about every day is how grateful we are, and you know something that she talks about in the book, um, and I think this is really important to hear. Is if you know someone is going through a hard time, whether they've lost a job, or um, you know that you know maybe a, a, a couple of uh, is going through a divorce, whatever it is, it's natural for us to say to that person, "If you need anything, let me know." and we all do this because we don't know what else to say.
0: Yeah, I'm here for you. Just let me know. I'm I'm here. here for you.
1: Let me know what I can do. I've done it so many times, and people have done it to us, too. When they know that Brad's not feeling well, they'll say, you know, whatever you need, um, you let us know. And, you know, there was a time where actually it became this, like, almost family argument because we were almost getting kind of blamed for not reaching out. And I'm like, you guys can't put that on us because my husband doesn't even know what he needs. I don't know what we need. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't, I don't know how to answer that question. And so when you, when you do that, even though your intentions are really great, what happens is you're putting this burden on that other person to make a list of things for you to do. And it's just not fair.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, so my advice, and I think, you know, this is kind of where Cheryl uh, Sandberg is coming to, is just show up and uh, don't wait for the cue of being asked to show up. Uh, make a visit, you know, visit them, uh, you know, at the very least, if you can't visit them, make a phone call and just say, I know you're hurting. I know this is a tough time for you. I'm here and you're not alone are the best words you can say to somebody.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And then they'll take the lead. You know, they can take the lead if they want to talk about it or not. Something she says that I think is really um, important is she says, I think that some people fear that if they bring it up to me, if they bring up like you know, the death of her husband, that all of a sudden she's going to remember that her husband died. And she's like, believe me, I already know that my yeah, husband not, died.
0: Like, that's not a thing you forget. It's
1: you know, not something you, you that can't you can't
0: distract me away from that. And well, and that's yeah. another interesting thing, too, is like the, the that's not the objective. The objective is not to distract me from this painful memory. Right. right. The, the objective is to is to help me uh, integrate myself into the new into option B.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that her therapist even said is, you know, you've got to lean into the suck because this is is going to be hard.
0: Yeah. Hello, Miss Lean In.
1: And Exactly. (laughs) She's like, well, that's not exactly what I had in mind. (laughs) Totally
0: not the point. I regret that that has come up to bite me now. (laughs) Yes.
1: And she also talks about the mistake that she made in the book Lean In because there's a chapter where she talks about your partner and how to basically have a partnership you know, when you're trying to be a businesswoman and and also run a home. And she talks about the importance of having that, that partner. And what she has come to realize is that what she forgot to mention and what she has kind of neglected to really talk about is all the single parents out there yeah when you don't have that um partner and uh, that's what she was you know starting to really realize too is that i don't have him to help me and now Mm -hmm. i'm on my own but but she also admits that she's very um blessed with having um you know, the the financial means to get help. She's blessed with having a bunch of people around her that love her. Um, her boss, uh, yeah. Mark from Facebook, is, I guess, amazing you know, to work for. So, I mean, she, she admits to that, too. But it is interesting just to see that she now says, hey, I was wrong. when it, when it came to this part. Um, the other thing that I thought was really interesting, she said, people will say, I just can't imagine this happening. And she would say to herself, you know, I can't imagine this happening either, but I, I don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I remember people would tell me the same thing, like, Oh, you're so strong. You're, you're just so strong when you're something, you know, when your husband is down for the count. And I'm like, well, it's not about being strong. It's like you just have to do what you have to do because right. this is your option right now. And you've got to take care of him. You've got to take care of yourself. you got to take care of the family and you just do it, you know. Um, but I just want to go back to real quick, you know, again, making the phone call, Making a meal or two, you know, going grocery shopping for people, hiring a housekeeper to clean their house. My Mm -hmm. mom did that for me once when I was really sick. And she's like, I'm going to hire a housekeeper and they're going to disinfect your house. (laughs)
0: So like good, right, right on. So good.
1: <laughs> so that I didn't have to do it yeah. and everything was disinfected. So, but you know, if you have um if you know somebody who has kids, you know, take the kids for a while and let that person be by themselves or do whatever they need to do. Yeah. Yard work people, Huge. I I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've had just I could tell you numerous stories of people coming and helping us with yard work. Um Pete, you will appreciate this. When we lived in Tigard, our neighbor was our pastor of yeah. our church. And one day I come home and he is moving cement blocks because we were building a retaining wall and he moved all of the cement blocks from one part of the yard to the other.
0: Oh, didn't
1: ask. I didn't yeah. ask him. Didn't, didn't even know he was going to do it. It just came home and it was done. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Amazing. <laughs> amazing.
1: I mean it's such a gift. So those that's that's my biggest advice to people out there is that just show up, don't ask, just do something, you know, whatever's gonna work. And and again, that could just be a phone call. Yeah. Okay, so this is where I'm gonna try to to turn this around. <laughs> to being happy, happier conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and how this can relate to ADHD specifically? Because something that she says in the book is her therapist recommend re- recommended Cheryl to actually write down three things that she had done well each day, and this is part of the grieving process, right? So she had to write down three things that she'd done well, and um, you know the, the therapist says that these are small wins. Well. Pete, we talk about small wins all the time. Many all habits, the time. Many tiny habits. habits right? yep. It's like we want these small wins. And uh, this is what she says. I'm going to quote her. She said, it made me realize uh, that for my entire life, I have gone to bed thinking about what I'd done wrong that day, how I messed up and what wasn't working. Just the act of reminding myself of anything that had gone well was a welcome shift. Yeah. So she says that gratitude is passive. It makes us feel thankful for what we receive. Contributions are active. They build our confidence by reminding us that we can still make a difference. And I think that this is where I relate this to ADHD is so many of my clients beat themselves up every day before they're going to bed at night Mm -hmm. because what they're focusing on is something that didn't go as planned. Or something didn't get completed or something just didn't happen at all that day. Mm -hmm. Right. I know there's so many people out there that can nod their heads right now at this. Like they're not focusing on what they did do. They're focusing on everything that didn't happen. Mm
0: -hmm. And well, take it one step further. And when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you think is, um, God, yesterday was terrible. Uh, I sure hope today isn't as bad.
1: Right, yeah. What a terrible way to yeah, start it's a terrible your day, way to wake up. of course. Exactly. And so, what this therapist did is, you know, she he had her document these things. And I talk to this about my or I talk uh, about this concept with my clients all the time. And and this is where success journals can come into play. And I have one client who actually um, calls it an evidence log. That's his evidence,
0: <laughs> and I love that.
1: <laughs> I think that's great. And, You know, yeah. success journal evidence log. Evidence log is perfect uh that a boy (laughs) that's what the file was that my husband used to have so i mean anything that resonates with you but it is so important for us to 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 mark these things document them review them when you need to and uh, really start paying attention to them and and you know if if you're at the end of your day and option A, you know, the way you thought something was going to go didn't work. That's okay. It's okay to move on to option B. And I think that that's sort of the message too, is that option B can still be really, really good. It may not be of what what you would have chosen if you'd had a choice, uh, but it can still be really, really good. So yeah, That's my message. I want you to check out option B if any of this resonates with you. Um, And if you haven't already, start that success journal, start that evidence log, and uh, just know that there's lots of options. There's B, C, D, E, F. Look at all
0: the options. (laughs) In fact, there are uh, exactly 26 options. After you hit Z, we don't know what to do, but You go to numbers, then you go to option one, (laughs)
1: option two- (laughs) <laughs> plan A, plan, plan B, B right, I mean it, it be- is yeah. endless
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, of
1: lots of hope and lots of possibilities so that's how we're going to switch this something that can be kind of sad into something yeah. that, that you know
0: well, yes, people hope. I, I sure appreciate you sharing, uh, you know, again, you guys are constantly on our minds just because of the way you have navigated both, you know, your husband and the way he has navigated the diagnosis and living with it now, uh, as long as you have and to have gone through it so early in your marriage, you guys are, have become, you know, fast role models in, in how to handle dealing with the the jarring switch from option A to option B. Uh, and, in and sickness and, so, and in health. In sickness and in health. No, it's a, it is a, it's actually a, a, quite a beautiful story. And uh, Thank you. so I'm, I certainly appreciate you sharing today. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. We, as always, deeply appreciate your time and your attention. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.